Welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.mw Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.mw And before I go any further with this, I must introduce the two sitting guests that we have. A classic guest, Mr Simon Longhorn, otherwise known as LSB, or the longest stick in the bush. (laughs) And we're joined as well by Mr Scott Kempsey. A.K.A. the Punmeister General. The Punmeister General! <laughs> Hooray, the Punmeister General's finally made it to, to the show. Would you like to say hello? Hello. Ah, hello you. and welcome. Hello and welcome. Yes. Privileged. Welcome. Be. Finally. Yeah, I know. It's been a long time coming. A long time listening. Long time listening. I'm with you. It's, the guess are right. It's got to be... I remember when you first started listening, it's got to be over a year ago, maybe two years, that you said, oh, can I come and sit in one day? We said, yeah, no worries. Must be. Time and finally, we've, we've got you here. Finally, he's relented. Yes. And made good on his promise. So, what is MW? MW. MW. And I'm not talking... MW, is it Misselbrook and Weston? I was going to say, I'm not talking Misselbrook and Weston. Ooh, the shop that I used to buy all my sweets from. I cannot confirm. The Punmeister General. The longest stick in the bush. Oh, it's it's a good one. Is it... uh, Oh. It starts with with M. You've got to imagine it starts with M. Well, you know, I can neither confirm nor deny. You couldn't spell it. Malawi. Like, M- Malawi, I say. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Simon, the longest stick I in the bush comes the, good. Spell the bloody thing. <laughs> Turns out, normally if you can't spell it, Wiki or will pick up and, and get you there. But um, no, I was way off. There's not that. There's not as many letters in it as you think. Anyway, let's not dwell on my hey your your lack of ability to spell the word Malawi. Mm. How did you say it? Malawi? Malawi. Yeah, mm. You say Malawi. Well, I sometimes say Mal- Malawi. Let's just get a casting vote on this. Pun I think the is right, the way it's spelt. Malawi. Malawi. Mm. Wow. Is that a third version? <laughs> Malawi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, say, I say Malawi. You say Malawi, but I say Malawi. You say Malawi, but I say Malawi. Yeah. Etc. Right. What we're doing today, Sam, is I'm very excited about this. I'm going to take in hand. Yes. This vintage Red Hot Chili Peppers One Hot Minute Tour patch. Is that, you'd call that a patch, would you? Oh, right. It's the kind of thing that you literally put mm. on. No, that's fine. Yeah. If, 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 if that's how you... Sent in by explain. one of our beautiful and wonderful Australian ambassadors, Mr. Simon Housen. Oh, Simon. Thank you. Thank you, sir. This is 1995 embroidered on it. So would you like yeah. to just take that in hand? I'll to get in, in hand. The, get in the mood? I'll smell it as well, I think. Go on. I fasted on it. <laughs> oh, oh, you did, didn't you? No, no. It's actually, it's actually remarkably odourless. Yeah. Um, but I don't know whether that's, that's a surprise that's or way, not. That's the way I like to do it. Yeah. Uh, no, that's fantastic. No, as you say, 1995, under licence to Giant, it says on it. Mm. So it's good news for Giant, I suppose. Great news. A, a huge plug. Sponsored huge by plug Giant. Giant. Oh, and now, before we get into what we're doing, would you like to get that sponsorship out of the way quickly? Oh, yes. All right. Firstly... We must say this. Oh, hang on. Go on. Because the reason I asked to do it early yes. is when I heard the news that we were going to have such distinguished guests in with us tonight, I thought I must do something. So I reached out to several breweries that I know. Reach out. Uh, re- re- mm. Exactly. Well, someone better reach um, out. And so I've brought you all a beer. Oh, including me? Yes. Oh, great. So this one is for... Hang on. Should we, do, should we sing the song? Oh, yeah. Let's sing the song. 
One, two, three, four. What you drinking? Sounds bad enough, but Present you well. Open I can't over and over wait to see what I've got. Scott, Open guess one. Take guess one. What you drinking? So, Sam, if I might ask, what is the Punmaster General drinking? The Punmaster General is drinking Brew Gooder. Overtone Brew, 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 Brewing Company, Juicy wow. Pale Ale. Juicy Pale Ale. Now, I am contractually obliged to say that again. Overtone Brewing Company. Brewing? And that's it. Yeah. Okay, fine. Right. You're more than welcome. Do you want to get a clean pass on Overtone Brewing Company? No. I can just I'm drop it in. That. People know okay. what I mean. Fine. Simon, you are drinking North Brewing Company. Pinata. What's happened to you? Pinata. Oh, nice. hang on. Do the, do the line from the game. That's mango and guava. Mango and guava. I'm going to crack into I that feel now. like a goddamn human piñata. Great. Take you straight in. Straight Sorry, Ellis. Uh, you are drinking red stripe, which I know you'll be pleased with. Pleased? I'm over the bloody moon. Yeah. It's, beer, it's it? my favourite Jamaican lager beer in the entire world. And I am drinking Northern Monk. Don't mess with Yorkshire rhubarb and custard pale ale. That sounds absolutely. Now I have disgusting. I have tried a rhubarb and custard on the podcast before, but it wasn't this one. You last time you had a rhubarb and custard, it was was it part of your Christmas selection? It was the it was the pie. No, that was um, that was a crumble. No, the rhubarb and custard I tried when we recorded upstairs. It was a, a long time right, ago. Okay, but it wasn't this one. So I thought I'd give this a go. So. There you go, lads. Oh, cheers. Uh, cheers. No problem. Yeah. That is delightful. And if you're listening, what are you drinking at home? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so everyone's talking to a beer. I'll just try this one straight to mouth. Yeah. I'll apply it to the mouth now. Oh, oh that's a reaction. Wow, and wow. Half. That is quite a strong flavour, but mouthfeel, I, was, I would say, intensely smooth. Wow. Intensely smooth. Yes, but overall, it's a big can. Right. Uh, I'll leave it yeah. at that. <laughs> uh, Pumbuster General, what's the mouthfeel of the Brugudder? Uh, oh, he's applying it to the mouth. Mm. It's, it's juicy and it's pale. Okay, mm. so it fits, it fits the description. Yes. And Keiki, your Good. concoction? The mango and guava. Mm, of is. course. Not too mangoey and not too guavery, but very tasty. Fine. Okay, so it's got the balance about right. Yeah. So Overtone Brewing Company. Thank you. Just uh, and one more as a clean pass. No, no, I'm happy. I'm just okay. <laughs> just, just in case I need to. Say Eight that. minutes in, we haven't mentioned the chili peppers yet. So I'm just going to get through these socials. Get through the socials. Uh, we just get out of this. One, two, three, four. What you drinking? Go. We've all got nice beer. Well, I've got over and red stripe. Over and over Brewing Company. What you drinking? If you'd like to contact us, uh, bentownsendmusic.net is where this is all hosted. Ben Townsend, music at hotmail.com is where you can email in to become an ambassador. Quickly, Sam, what's the ambassador programme about? The ambassador programme has been running now for three years. At uh, least. We've, got com- uh, we've got ambassadors all over the world. Yes. If you're a listener and you want to become an ambassador, spread the word, the good word of the podcast. You get a badge, you get a flyer, you get to become a member of an outstanding and reputable community. And you can meet us at the meetups. Email into bentansonmusicalhotmail.com to become an ambassador. On Twitter, I'm at UniversityRHCP. Sam, you are? 
At Zach Townsend. On Insta, we are University Speaking OHCP underscore pod. I take again the patch in hand. Yeah. Today we are talking about a, a bit of a sad era, but the end of one of my favourite... Well, the era itself is. wasn't sad. Well, the era itself was only 37 minutes long. Oh, this particular era? Yeah. Oh, you're breaking them down that... Well, yeah, well, I'm breaking well, the gig into an era. There's been a lot of eras. There's eight eras in this gig. In this gig, yeah. We're talking about the last ever Dave Navarro Red Hot Chili Peppers gig. It's been yeah. a while since we bought this wonderful man to the show it has too long well, i think we should actually apologize i've i've treated him with a sincere apology he has he has contacted me no oh, he, he's ignored me uh well he said i've had contact from your brother <laughs> yes, <I'm sure> <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing the last day of navarro gig yeah sam we're watching it on the youtube channel of ricardo Federigo. r-i-c-c-a-r-d-o F-E-D-R-I-G-O. So thank you, Ricardo Federigo, for up- uploading this crystal clear video that we're about to it, take it on. It really is astonishingly good quality. So it's live in Fuji uh, in, in Japan, obviously, on the 7th... No, the 26th of the 7th, 97. In, uh, in simpler terms, that's the 26th of July, 1997. It is, it is. The only show in 1997, the first and last show of the Wild Tour... A tour that never really took off. A bit of a damp squib, you might say. Can you call it a tour if it's just one era? (laughs) (laughs) Conceivably not. Do you want to know where it was? Fuji, Japan. Fuji, well, I'll I'll go into more detail. More detail. Fuji Tenjiyama Ski Resort. It was the Fuji Rock Festival. Yes. In Yamanasani, Japan. Mm. Near Mount Fuji, at the foot of Mount Fuji, if you will. Apologies to all our Japanese listeners and my brother for butchering well, the Japanese uh, place names there. Yes, uh, it was. It was. That's where it was. L- roughly speaking, I can go closer than roughly. Loosely. No, I'm going to hone in even more. Okay, great. Yamanasi is a prefecture in Japan, or a prefecture in Japan. Yeah. So that's not honing in. That's actually widening it back out, isn't it? <laughs> We can't be certain. Well, I Plow can. on. Plow <laughs> on. <laughs> I will. This was the first of two potential days of this particular festival. Ah, it was. The first. Of two potential days. The first Fuji Rock Festival. So it was 26th and 27th of July it was meant to happen. However, on day one... Yes. I'll read a little bit. Go to RHCP Live Archive if you want to basically read what I'm about to read. Mm. The festival was goers were poorly prepared for heavy rain and strong winds. Which was a shame. <coughs> because it was meant to be in lovely weather. Mm. No deaths. Good, that's important to stress. But a lot of hypothermia, apparently. Second day was cancelled because of the, the shenanigans of the first day. Guess what the weather was like on the second day? Fine. It was beyond fine, it was sunny. Couldn't they have... Just the thing is, hindsight is twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Organisers criticised for poor preparation. Well, festivals are not easy to organise. I think if you've seen... Well, and this um, was the first one. If you've seen that Netflix documentary about that particular festival... Woodstock. Yes. The, the, the modern you, Woodstock. Thank you very much. That's all right. Um, I mean, they were poorly prepared. I, I just say, if you're doing a new Woodstock festival, keep Fred Durst off your stage. Well, and prepare better. Yes. Of course, don't have it on, in, for example, an American airbase. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, where it's where it's scorchingly hot, and there's no shade, and there's no shade, or water. And no water. <laughs> yeah, don't, exactly. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. But apart from that, well, I mean, there were several other flaws. 
if you haven't seen that documentary, go and go and watch it. I imagine most people who are Red Hot Chili Peppers fans have watched it. It's a shocking watch. Well, I watched it and said, you, you've got to watch this. And I said, I've already watched it. Why don't you watch it again? <laughs> I said, fine. And I did. Yeah. And I enjoyed it even That's more exactly the second time. Yeah. So, problematic, the wild tour, wasn't it? As we've said, is it a tour if it's just one show? Well, we'll yes, I well, think. Let's, it, let's, let's, again, we've got four people in the room. Let's take, let's take let's a take vote. A, all right. Can you class it as a tour if it's just one show? I'll go to a longer stick in the bush first. A, a one word answer? No. I'll go to the Pumaster General. No. Sam? Yes. In that case, I'll say yes, and it's a What's draw. What's a draw? <laughs> What's the result? <clears throat> it's one point each. No clear, winners. Clear, no del- winners there. Clear delineation. No clear, de- clear delineation. So why was the rest of the tour cancelled? So you finished, I think you finished a one hot minute tour, and you've got a, another tour coming up. Because they did used to like to name their tours, lots of good stuff. Well, they did in those days, didn't they? Yeah, they had that um, tour where they're named after that bicycle gang that they, uh, motorcycle gang that they invented. Mm. Rest of the tour cancelled due to Swan breaking wrist in motorbike accident. Right, okay, so this was the only show played. Heavy storm, imminent typhoons meant that the set was shortened and the rest of the festival cancelled. I mean, I wouldn't say imminent typhoon. Well, actual typhoon. Actual typhoon. Well, I think the typhoon was imminent... Throughout the day. Yes. Because there's lots of other bands that played there. Let me just bring up the list yes. of other bands that played. And then the, the, the Red Hots, as I sometimes call them, mm. took to the stage mid-Typhoon. Mid-Foon. But we'll talk about this later because yeah. it's... Because um, it's Dan. It's, 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 it's one of the striking things about the show. So on the Chili stage, that day, on the 26th of July... 97. 1997. I was, I was 16 years old. I was a young and vibrant 20. Do you want to quickly say your ages? 21. Ooh. In what year? 1997. 97, I'd been 18. Okay. So the bands that were appearing on the same stage as the Chili's were Summer Camp. Never heard of them. Third Eye Blind. Heard of them. Heard of them. Southern Culture on the Skids. Heard of them. The High Lows. The Foo Fighters? Mm. Never heard of them. The Yellow Monkey, above the Foo Fighters. I guess it was early days. Then Rage. Well, it was, but yes. And then uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. It was a good day. Well, I'll tell um, you what. Especially if you're there for Yellow Monkey. The last four, turn up for the Foos, absolutely smash it. Yeah. A great set by the Yellow Monkey. Yes. <laughs> Strange Rage Against the Machine, and then Red Hot Chili Peppers. So you can see the, uh, you can at least see the Rage set online on YouTube. And you can, well, you can see the appeal of going. Yes. The appeals there. Yeah. However. The sun wasn't. No. But how, what time did they take to the stage? Approximately. Yes. Nine. Nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the sun would have probably been gone anyway, even if it had been a fine day. Let's have a look at what happened to the swan's arm, arm. To, to have cancelled all of this stuff. Mm. I will now stage a dramatic reading from Scar Tissue. Okay, fine. Great. I'm looking forward to it. Can I smell it first? Mm. I'll smell this live on air. Can you do it in a style? I'll do it, I'll do it in the yeah, style. Wasn't as, no. strong, wasn't as strong as I was hoping, but still, no, it's, maybe it's developing into an old book. No, I'd it, say that. Well, it's, it's not it strong enough. It is an old book. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not ancient. It's not an ancient scripture. He's on the bike. All right. Motorbike. All this was going through my mind as I flew down Gardner, which was a narrow side street with cars parked on both sides. 
In a split hair of a moment, this car pulled out of a parking spot and started to make a U-turn, effectively cutting off the entire street. Normally, it would have a backdoor exit, even if it meant cutting onto the sidewalk, but now there was no way out. This idiot had blocked the whole street, and there were no driveways accessible. I used both my brakes, but the car was too close. There was an incredibly fast and violent collision, so strong that the bike pierced the vehicle. I flew off the bike and jackknifed right into the point where the driver's door met the engine compartment. Amazingly enough, I hit the car and proceeded to somersault forward, landing square on my feet on the other side of the car. I kept my balance and started running. <laughs> Did you, Swan? Did, Did he? You? I can't wait to see this in the film. <laughs> so I assumed that by some miracle I was okay, yeah. except when I looked down at my arm, it wasn't an arm anymore. Oh, God, what was it? My hand had been shoved up into my forearm, so now I had a double-decker, big, bulbous club of a forearm and no hand. Is that what he's written in his book? Yes. Right. Oh, my God, I thought. This my is, ha- this my is, hand's gone. My, my hand. Has turned my into hand. a double-decker. That's what he thought. Yeah, exactly. My hand. My hand is now a double-decker, big, bubbles club of a forearm and no hand. <laughs> yes. This is really, really wrong-looking. Great. I haven't read that book for a while. Big trouble it in sounds, little China. Sounds like, I think so you'll it agree. sounds like trouble to me, yeah. yeah. So... Let's just have a little think about the timelines here before we move on to Navarro's last gig. Yes. Think about how he came into the band. Obviously, you've had Frusciante. We know, we know what happened with John. He came and he went. Mm. Eric, well, uh, uh, then a lot of shenanigans. Shenanigans. But Eric came in. Yes, he did his best. If, go back to our episode called The Lesser Spotted Marshal. Yeah. More he, details on that. Lovely little gig or uh, era. Yeah, lovely little era. His era was short. Yeah. And then they, or they started auditioning for people. They looked at other people. They had Buckethead from GNR. Well, I, no, I don't. I take that back. I never want to say Buckethead is from GNR. Buckethead, who at some point played for GNR. That's right, as far okay. as I'm willing to go. Are you happy with that? Yeah, I apologise for what I just said. No, don't, don't apologise. Just continue. But then Navarro comes in. What I like about Navarro is it says in Scottish as well about his sardonic sense of humour, sarcastic mm. Mr. Know It All, mm. that he had pics made up with all of the guitarists, previous guitarist names with. Dave Navarro, and then a question mark after it. Right. Uh, okay. Lovely. Yeah, well, he knows. He, yeah. He, he, <laughs> he, knows. he knew. He knows that he'll soon fall backwards over an amplifier, and that'll be that. Yes. Release one hot minute, September the 12th, 1995. Yes. Just after my, to celebrate my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Nearly. Navarro joined September 1993, so that's two years. That, that whole process, you know, the swan with his right blocking and he all had, that going He had on. trouble. Yeah. There was a lot going on. This gig in well, about halfway through 1997... And Dave was fired, wasn't fired until 1998. So obviously they then had a period of trying to write songs. But as I said to you earlier on, off mic, Callie was released less than two years after this gig we're going to look at today. Mm. So maybe 18 months after Dave was fired. What a productive period that was for the band to... Things move fast. And as you say, they slipped back in, into the groove with, with John. Yeah, I think once they got John back, they found it a lot more... A lot more easy to write. A lot more natural. It's only natural. Lovely. Oh, hang on. What are you doing? (laughs) Scottish, you back out. He's got got his book back out. We're going to go into the gig shortly. Smell it. Mm, There is an age. There is an age. Do you want to sniff this book, Scott? (laughs) Get in the crease. Yeah, it does smell. It's not as strong as I was hoping. I like a really smelly book. That's probably a different podcast. 
<laughs> okay. We had to cancel dates in Alaska and Hawaii because of my accident. But then Lindy called. Lindy called and asked if I could play the festival at Mount Fiji. Fuji? Fiji? Fuji. Fuji. At the end of July. We were headlining and making a lot of money for that one show. And we hadn't worked that entire year. By that time, my cast was down to my elbow. So I figured if I just get my arm in a sling, playing was doable. Mm. There was only one catch. As we checked into our hotel, we found out there was a super typhoon coming directly at us from the south. It was estimated to hit our area just when we were going to be on stage. The morning of the show, the rains began, but there were 80,000 Japanese out there on that mountainside, so not playing wasn't an option. The opening acts went on, and all the time we were keeping an eye on the weather reports, which all said that the big one was getting closer and closer. Finally, it was time to play. We looked out at the audience, and the kids were soaking wet and frozen to the bone. People were being taken away, suffering from hypothermia, but no one was leaving voluntarily. So we hit the stage, and there was a little bit of a cover, though not enough to keep the windy rain from flying around. The energy from this storm was building everybody up, so we nailed the set. Chado was banging out the beat, and Dave was really going for it. It was the first time in a while that I'd been sober for a few months straight, so I was feeling great. The stronger we played, the stronger the wind got. At one point, I remember being up in front of the stage on the mic, and the wind was so robust that I leaned into it, and it held me up. Then the winds got even heavier, and shit started to blow off the stage. The equipment was still working, so we kept playing until the lighting rig blew away. Now, why don't you question this? Because I've watched this gig and I haven't noticed that. Why was the stage covered in shit? We were about, <laughs> we were about eight songs into the show, and we'd fulfilled our, contra- our contractual and moral obligations by then, so we ran for our lives. <laughs> I've seen the end. They did not, <laughs> I've seen the end. They did not Flea, run for Flea's not running for his Flea, life. Flea didn't want to <laughs> <wanna> leave. <laughs> Certainly didn't want to leave in a... That's a, that is bullshit. <laughs> okay. So, should we get into it, mate? Yes. First tune. Suck my kiss. Well, as the two brothers give each other a big wet kiss as they come out of a very wet suck my kiss. Right. Sam, what a performance. Well, I think you, you, he said it in Scar Tissue. What a, what a powerful, upbeat, dynamic performance from the band. I think this is how you play Suck My Kiss. Navarro's playing style. Yeah, this is no song. reggae version that we saw <laughs> in the summer. It's a bit slow at times, about only a bit. Well, the, the thing is, they're also... They're work, also wet. They're also working against some huge slapback echo as well. There they are, aren't they? Throughout the, I mean, you get this throughout the whole gig. Yeah. I don't know what the back of this place was, or whether they can hear... 
the slapback echo as much as we can hear it on the recording. Well, when you listen to this through a good quality pair of headphones... Which I just did at maximum volume. Well, I saw what the, your volume knob and it wasn't on maximum. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now it was. He begs to differ. <laughs> I do. Simon, where's my volume knob? It's on maximum. Right, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> Thank you, I said the man correct. in the orthopaedic shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um... Yes, there, there is a serious issue with the, uh, the slapback slap echo. Yes. I've never said or heard anyone say slapback echo. No, well, you're the first man to say that. Also, well, just how dangerously wet is it? Very dangerously wet. How are they not getting electrocuted? Because they are surrounded. Ev- literally everything that they are touching is runs on electricity and is sodden. Yes, I don't know, Ben. I don't know the, the ins and outs of uh, electrical, the electrical works of a working stage. No. I can only assume that uh, there is electrics there. Well, there is. I'll tell you, for one thing, the swan is mouth touching mouth on a metal thing, powered mm. by electricity. Yeah, but he's not, he's not licking the source. Uh, is that S-A-U-C-E or S-O-U-R-C-E? S-O-U-R-C-E. Sure. Okay. I have licked the sauce. Yeah, and I've licked the sauce as well. <laughs> I, 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 we had a freezer as children that had... A, oh, uh, so you've licked the electrical sauce? I've licked... I've I, I've, my, I, I've no, licked I didn't the... lick it. I put my finger in the sauce. Ah, what happened? Yeah, I got electrocuted. You're going to lose that finger now. No, I, 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 and I actually put my finger in the sauce more recently as well. But that was tomato sauce. No. no. Why did you keep sticking your finger in plug sockets, you crazy boy? Well, the first time was for fun. Right. The second time was the second, for time, work. the second time was an accident. Right. I was okay. changing the bulb in a in a bedside lamp. And rather stupidly, I have to admit, I wasn't sure if it was on. So I put my finger in there. <laughs> it was on. Yeah. I got electrocuted, but it was only mild. Okay, so let's get back to um the, the red hot chili peppers in, sure. in Japan. Yes. Now, now that we've cleaned up that we both licked the sauce. Although I haven't. <laughs> but you fingered the sauce. I fingered the sauce twice. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I'll tell you what I love about the start of this gig. That slow 10-second zoom while we could be watching the band play music. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Onto a stage that even when you're in a tight close-up on the stage, you can barely make it out. Mm. This is pixelated. This is 1997 at its most indecipherable. Well, and also, it turns out having a broken arm means you can't say yeah. Ah, but you can say Hit chair. Me. Ah, is that what he says <laughs> yeah. at the start? Ding, ding, chair, ding, ding. Oh yeah. Oh, chair. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, chair, ding, ding. Oh, chair. No, he says, oh yeah, properly. Oh, does he? Two chairs, chair. Yeah. But he hits hit me. Oh, he does. Oh, he hits the chairs as well. In a metaphorical sense. Sure. Maybe it was contractual. Maybe they were sponsored by, I don't know, uh, IKEA. Cole. Yeah, for example. We've yeah. spoken that he, he was insistent on, on fulfilling both his <laughs> moral and contractual yeah, obligations. Multi multi millionaires, <laughs> and he was worried that they hadn't performed in '97. <laughs> Although he was having to have his arm but put back together. Yeah. Well, his arm had turned into some, uh, a double decker. Yeah, exactly. He had no arm <laughs> left. Which is a problem. The main riff at 35 seconds, you can hear Navar- the Navarro of it. 
It's a rocked up version, and at 40 seconds, you can hear that he's on that intro, he's, pin, he's playing a pinch harmonic. Yes. You're not getting that from John Frusciante, especially not reggae Frusciante nowadays. No, no, no. But, uh, you're not getting that from Bob Frusciante. <laughs> <laughs> There's some chilly songs that suit Navarro down to the ground. And this is one of them. Well, I, I would say I, th- one of the reasons why I love this show and this this era, elongated, mm. is that Navarro gives you that more rocky, hard rock feel yeah. to all the songs. Yeah, you lose... D- we're going to watch, as we watch these eight songs, there's some that really suit his playing style. There's some that don't so much. They play less of the one hot minute stuff that doesn't suit his style. But yeah. I'm sure on the tour you can go to like RHCP Live Archive and see the songs. I remember, this is the tour. Well, this is the wild tour. <laughs> yeah. so, but earlier on, on the other, one hot minute tour. Other possibly yes. slightly, slightly longer slightly, tours. Or earlier tours. Yeah. You can see what set list they were playing. And they're playing songs that don't suit his style so well. But a lot of these really do. And that pinch armor, I love. I love a Les Paul as well. He's yes. embracing the rock of Les Paul, so it's a thicker sound, it's a humbucking sound. Yeah. He, he's a boss fan, as we've seen on that video where he's demonstrating well, he's what He's pandering he to all, all of your desires, all, all of really. my main, And also, he looks phenomenal. Has he got leather pants on? Yes. Uh, you can't yes. tell. No, he has. He has. He has got he leather has. pants on. I could hardly see him, so it's <laughs> <laughs> impossible. It's, it's hard to make him out. <laughs> yeah. But when you see that upshot of him, leather trousers... God, he needs to be careful with those, especially in the in the wet. It, no, it wasn't so bad in those days. Yeah, but you wouldn't have been able to get hold of him. What do you mean? It's a slippery character. If it if it fallen over, it, no one would have been able to get him back up. Well, what's, that's fine with him. He's got two arms. What if the swan had gone down? Well, he's got a double decker. He's got one proper arm and a double decker. <laughs> yeah, sure. So I think he would have been all right. What I just want to do, what I do want to say is, I think Dave looks absolutely lovely. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised that you have said that, hmm. but I, I'll take it on board. The audience seemed love it on the first... Uh, gone, mo- they went wild. On the first Most Motherfuckers. Yes, well, there's a lot of youngsters who think swearing's cool. Mm, I suppose they did, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. not. How many drinks do you reckon that there is on that drum? Or a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, but oh, ball, uh, ballpark it, this is, a, this is a game. You've counted, have you? Right. I've, got, I've got a rough count. It's difficult to tell. I'll accept, I'll accept your, your, your official count. Okay, well, I've got a figure. I, I must admit, I, I, I didn't notice them the, the first twice I watched this this week. It was only this time that I saw them. Right, we'll go around the room then. I need an answer immediately. I'll, you, the maximum is two. Sam, one, two. He's tongued out. No, hang on. Oh, sorry, I didn't realise. Hey, look, I was distracted. Scott put his, put his beard down horizontally. <laughs> right. Okay, you're in. One, two. Ten. One, two. Twelve. One, two. Thirteen. It's twenty minimum. Ah, so that means the you, longest you've won. Yeah. Right. I see. I was massively disadvantaged by going first. Hey ho! All Sai had to do was go higher than us. Hey ho! I could have gone lower though. Well, yeah, you could have. Yeah, I know, but I'm still livid. But all I had to do was go higher or or lower. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been surprised if he'd gone for one of the numbers we'd already said. <laughs> now, can I ask you? Do these two words rhyme? They are and yeah. share. I know. Yeah, I know. I know her. I know her. <laughs> he, he did do that. Oh, baby, please be there. They are. Suck my kiss, cut me my share. share. Yeah. I know. Well, he's already said share twice as well at the beginning. Even though no, he said chair. Chair, but yeah. it's similar. Yeah. So maybe he's, again, fulfilling he that I've contractual obligation. Yeah. I'm sponsored by IKEA. I've got to keep mentioning chairs. I can't say chair. No, so I'll say they are. But I have already said they are. <laughs> so what will I do? 
of just power him. Pretend I've got a broken arm. He has, of course. We know. Of course, yeah, we know. Yes, yeah, okay, we've got a flea moment here as well at, at two minutes twenty-one on "Suck My Kiss." We get. A, we've got a a, a, a five F an F F F F F. Yeah, I did. I knew. Play another quick game. What does that mean? Ah, shit! I just said I knew what it meant. Hmm. I don't know what it means. Uh, flick finger. Remember who's doing it? Flea. Yes. Fall down, fall mm. up, mm. fall sideways? Nope. He doesn't mm. fall over, does he? <laughs> I didn't see him fall over. It's a forward flapping flail from Flea. Oh, God, that was going to be my second guess. Mm. Can you recreate it for us now, just so we know exactly what we're talking about? What, the flail? The falling flapping flail. We didn't fall. <laughs> no, the forward flapping flail. The forward flapping flail from Flea? Yeah, can you do the forward flapping flail motion? No, because I'm saying, oh, yeah, he goes like this, doesn't he? Oh, that. Oh, I mean, I call that his sort of all-out body pump. <laughs> so what's that? An A-O-B-P. F. F. Flapping flail. F- from flea. Fine. <laughs> yeah. You're so obsessed low, with flapping flails. So, well, I'm not obsessed with them. I've only ever mentioned once in my life, and it was just there. Twice. Yeah, I suppose. But that's the forward flapping flail from flea. Yes. As described. The solo from Navarro is wild. It's right in his wheelhouse, smothered in wah, the big bends, the big rock bends. Literally it's, dripping in wah. Well, it's, yeah, he uh, is. Well, in, in, in wah, water, water and wah, yes. yes. Yeah. Lovely slow unison bends at uh, 2.52, just holding it up, letting it slow down to go back into that main riff. Mm. Yeah. And, yes. I, this, is, this is why I think so many people are huge fans of this era, of the Dave Navarro era, because... When you actually listen to One Hot Minute and then go back and view the live shows, they're fantastic. You know, Flea, The Swan and Chad are all in their prime. Dave is a great guitarist who wrote great songs with the band. Yeah. There's, there's no reason not to love this era. And it's the era that we started to listen to the, to the music of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, therefore, it's an era we hold dear. It's fantastic. Couldn't agree more. It's an era of dichotomy, though, for me. I love it so much. But without this being Dave's last gig, without him falling backwards over an amplifier, mm. in less than two years, we wouldn't have had John back. We wouldn't have had California Cation. No. It's a, I mean, I've just waxed lyrical about the, about the era. Mm. It had to come to an end. I thank God it did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Aeroplane. Well, as we come flying high out of aeroplane in 1997. That's for sure. What a performance! I will never, ever tire of listening to that intro for that song. No. It's always a thing of beauty. Well, it is. Of course it is. It's a great song. Maybe some would say the best song on One Hot Minute. I wouldn't say that. Would you say that? I would not. So you're just representing the people that might say that? Some people would say that. Okay, what would you say is the best song on One Hot Minute, just out of interest? Wow, 
Now you've put me on the spot. I have. The one hot spot. Mm. Very good. What's a hot spot nut? Hot. No. Yes. Anyone? It's Barrymore, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. What's a hot spot nut? Hot. No. What's a hot spot nut? Not a good spot. No. We've yeah. had this discussion. A hot spot on Strike It Lucky. What's a, a hot, hot spot not? And not then a good spot. Hot. No, not a good spot. No, well, I think it, it developed. No. All right, fine. Anyway, let's not get bogged What's down. What's your favourite song on One Hot Minute? Oh, good Lord. Well, I mean, I, I hate to sound generic. The first half of Transcending. <laughs> no, I do like the first half of Transcending. And in fact, there's something's come to my attention. It's called Ahoy Amsterdam, or, or it's a, a, a record of a live show in the, the Netherlands. Ah, where one, where, go on. And I'm trying to buy it. Because oh. it's, it's, <laughs> you are. It, it's um, Dave Navarro era, yeah. and it's got transcending on it. And there's also a live version out there which I spoke about like, on the last uh, another podcast. Last time we spoke about um, this, the, this deep kick, yes, live deep kick, yes. Um, so, so, I'm trying so, to so what's it. your favourite song on One Hot Minute? <sighs> I think my favourite song on One Hot Minute is Aeroplane. No, no, it's not Aeroplane. Warped. No, thing is, I these, think these are all good songs. I think it's my friend. Okay. Because it's just a great song. Yeah, it's it's it is a great song. And I, you know, I might get some stick for that. Yeah, you might, but I might not. Okay, let's find out. If ben, you want to give me stick, email me at Stack Townsend. No, you, uh, Twitter him at Stack Townsend. Yeah, and if you want to support me, Twitter me at Stack Townsend. My favourite song off One Hot Minute is Deep Kick. Okay, and do you want to put out your support and non-support? No, don't need it. Don't need to. Not no. worried. Not, not worried. I'm not, well. I'm not overly worried. So, back in singing-wise, this is the first song yes. that we are looking at. a little at. bit of Dinky Dinky. Yeah. So, we've got DN, yeah. as I call him. Yeah, I call him Dinky Dinky. I call him F, the other guy. <laughs> Flea. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but they're both, sing- they're both doing back in singing here, here at some points. Earlier on the... I was going to say earlier on this tour, but that would be uh, a misstep. That would be course, a lie. This was it's the tour. another tour. Yeah. An earlier tour. You had those backing things that we spoke about on some of the earlier shows that we ever did. Yeah. Rain Phoenix. Rob Rule. I like it Sp- like this. A.K.A. Spider. Yeah. A.K.A. I, what else do we call him? A lot of other things. But yeah. I like it like this. I like it without the other people. Oh, I, I'm not sure I do because it gets a bit sloppy at the end when Flea's doing that and Dave's playing that phenomenal lead work. Well. And the Swan's doing it. Yeah, it, I mean, it does get sloppy. I'd rather they just let him play the lead work and they just did a little musical section. Yeah, same man. But but I think it's good when you have the backing singers also. Discovered. Yeah, true, true. I, I, to be honest, I hadn't quite put my finger on what was what was wrong. Yeah, it's that sloppy section. It's yes, but uh, you know it can get sloppy in a typhoon. I do just need to say this. Sure. One, chocolate oranges, oranges are from from Rollinsons. Rollinsons. But also there was another backing singer on an earlier tour, not the Wild Tour, obviously. Uh, Acacia Ludwig. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I was just about to mention Acacia Ludwig. A A L, yes. And Rob Rule. What else do we call him? Spider, A.K. Spider, A.K.A. Oh, we looked him up. He's still got a website. He has. Look up uh, Rob Rule's web- website, everyone. So they're absolutely nailing it, though, because they've done an earlier tour. They played the Molson gig. They had a the, like the, the beer Molson said, "Do you want to come to the North Pole and play for some competition winners?" Hundred people turned up. And that was in September '96. I think no backing singers there. No. But the next gig is literally uh, like nine months later, ten months later. Mm. And they are sounding fantastic. Well, they are. It's all, I think it's all that pent-up energy, that pent-up creative juices that are just waiting to flood out in this typhoon of positive energy. Whilst, of course, 
nature itself is having a typhoon. Well, nature, the chances? nature itself is is bringing some power as well, but the Chileans are bringing some raw power. They're saying, you're trying to power us off. We'll power you off. Yeah, we'll power you off, weather. Yeah. Whilst you power us off and potentially it's electrocute a, it's us. It's a bloody power off. <laughs> if ever I've seen one. <laughs> and who, what are the chances of the Red Hot Chili Peppers being involved? I'll tell you what I think suffers particularly on this performance. The slap bass against a slap back echo. Yeah, well, also, playing, playing, a, playing any guitar in wet weather is not easy. Well, you're seeing Dave here playing some... It's like playing some, the neck of an eel. You might be right, but Dave's actually playing a graphite necked guitar here, which... Which has some consequences. Which may which make, I'm not sure what the consequences are either myself when he wets a, a graphite neck. But he's playing, to the best of my belief, and of course there is room for manoeuvre here. Sure. His modulus, strapped style, black knife, graphite neck. That's what I would have said. Hmm. But so he's I'm playing glad it. you did say He's it. playing it bloody well. Yeah, he because is. Because I think when you get to that end part of this song, where they go into that breakdown. Flea's part at the end of this song. Oh, that's incredible. Is phenomenal. It's the best bass playing I've ever seen Flea do, I think. He's it's, playing rhythmically, fluidly, and also melodically, in that, just in that one section. What more can you ask for? Well, I think they're the big three. And then you've got Dave come in with some absolutely screaming bends. Huge bends. Oh, man. I think it's my favourite Dave Navarro guitar solo of all time. My only complaint is at the end. When it, like you say, it gets sloppy. It gets sloppy. Yeah. When Dave's playing so well, yeah. I think they should have just let him play. It's it's at that point where he's doing that huge screaming bend. And yeah. He's holding it. Dave solo, great. Seven fifty seven. Can you see how sodden the guitar is? I've written. Yes, it's sodden. I've I've put eight fifteen timestamp. Dn stop it. What a huge held bend I wrote. Mm. The thing is, if he stops it, then we're in trouble. No, I should have put Dave, carry on. Carry on. Yeah. Keep, keep doing Keep it. doing what you're doing, yeah. yeah. That's the problem, isn't it? With that but stuff? how to get... I, I don't know the mechanics of how water interacts with guitar strings, but it's soaking wet. Well, I've, that, I know. I do must, know. That, go on, then. It's that like must playing have, the neck of an eel. Right, okay, fine. So, But the neck is... The eel part... Mm. Is the back. And the strings themselves are the front. Okay, okay. So, so that's what it is scientifically, yeah. It's slip. Put it this way, Ben. It's very it's pretty very, damn slippery. It's slippery and it's very difficult. Yeah, fine. Well, Dave even Navarro, for professionals, Dave Navarro pulls it off to a T here. Mm, he does. And at the end, a lovely thank you, Chad, from this one. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think they all appreciate all the energy and and ability that went into it. When you finish a song like that and you get through it, and you not only get through it, but you you nail it. They're, they're going beyond just nailing, actually. They haven't played for that long, nine, eight, nine, ten months, however long it was. Mm. But there's parts where Dave's thrown in improvisations, little yes. double bends, yeah. fleas extemporising himself. This, if you'd have said, when was the last time this band played? I'd have said, maximum day before yesterday. Maybe the morning of. Yeah. Well, actually, that probably was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, in, you, in the warm-up room. But you make a good point. The The connection between flea and dave is unquestionable you know those people who say that they there was no connection within the band at this time i'm sorry but i'm gonna to have to swear bullcrap mm. Mm. you can see it on on, on songs like this and it's throughout this whole performance they, they are connected right? yeah they are connected and they sound fantastic they play brilliantly together the, 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 this this was a band of, of four four men who were connected it didn't last no, and thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
<laughs> I think we'll get to a point later in this gig, though, where we're going to see where I can. I agree with you. I think in the they're connected in these parts where they're playing the songs. Yes. I think yes. Later, later on there's a point where there's, some int- there's what you'd call a classic face-off on stage. And that doesn't go well. It, it's not what you get when you've got, for example, John Fashante. Yes, I mean, that's a good example. Mm. But I do love Dave, and I really want to enjoy this. So, I know we will enjoy it, but you are right. The face-off is, it, it, compared to some of the classic face-offs, it's a, it's a bad face-off. Yes, okay. So... I love the Spice Girls. I know you love the Spice Girls. I do. I, I love the Spice Girls. Um, if Can I just say this? Hmm. I need someone. I need your love. <laughs> <laughs> you sure that's what you want to say? I think so. Well, can, can I say this? Yes. Do you really, really want to, want to, want to get onto Stone Cold Bush? Yes. <laughs> Well, as we come stone cold bushingly out of stone cold bush, and my bush is stone cold. It's very, very cold. It's below freezing in the garage it's now. Not. We forgot to turn the heater on. You're a liar. I've got my wool cashmere mixed coat on now, Sam. I've got my woolly hat on, Ben. Mm. My what? coat is made of a, an unknown substance. What? <laughs> what did you make of wannabe slash Stone Cold Bush? Right, well, this wannabe thing. Hmm. I know it's generally recognised as being wannabe. It's loose. Well, I'll tell you who's loose on it. On wobbly. The swan. I've never seen a man who move his head so much. Right, it's no two become one. Well, so, no, it's not. Which is the best Spice Girl song. Yes. But no, yes, or is wannabe the best song? No. I don't want to be a wannabe rock and roll star. I want to be a rock and roll star. Sure. That's Homer Simpson. But I want to be someone who sings Two Become One correctly. Go on then. I can't. <laughs> That's all right. I'll, I'll probably cut that out. Oh, will you? Yeah. Oh, we'll sing it together? Uh, no, I'll, I'll let you go solo. Oh, in that case, I won't do it. <laughs> we'll sing at the end. Yeah, do, oh, then we'll close off with Two Become One. <laughs> okay, Once we've had a few more jars. Yeah. That'd be nice, won't <laughs> okay, it? Okay, fine. Won't it? Yes. Yes. Great transition, though, from wannabe to... This, yeah, it's great. It's great. Cowboy. It's great. I would, I would have liked to have just seen a straight up um, performance of it. Well, I think it was a straight up performance. Once they started playing Stone Cold Bush, they just transitioned from no wannabe. a straight up performance of uh, Wannabe. I mean, all, all the way through. No, but, but the Swan's going to need to learn the lyrics. He's just having a joke. It's just a joke. It's isn't a bit it? of fun. It's a bit of fun. That's about You know, but they were Spice Girls heavy, weren't they? Cause they also dressed up like Spice Girls on that other. Well, occasion. and the, the Swan dated a girl. Of spice. Ah, Melanie Chisholm. Mel C, if you will. Chisholm. Mm. Yeah, of course. Who, um, Summertime was written about, Inspired Emmett Rimmis, yeah. Of course, which is Summertime Backwards. It is. Do you just call it now by the backwards name? Yes. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Um, say. Yes. Oh, I'm with you. Mm. Uh, the getaway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. 
<laughs> all that backwards. Yes. Uh, well, we did this in the quiz. I couldn't do we it. We did it. It's very difficult. Ask me. I can barely speak forward. So. Ask me if I'll do all of that backwards. Will you? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's good stuff. Mm. Those flea ad libs. Boop, boop, boop. Those noises. Great. I could do without. Oh, no. It's that sort of maniacal aspect of this performance that I like. I don't want a maniacal aspect of any performance. That's great. Play it straight. No, this is great. The rain, the typhoon, the, the nonsense noises. Unleashed energy of the band. This is fantastic. Mm. I like the rain. I like yeah. the typhoon. Uh, the I like the raw energy, energy of, of the, the band. band. I just don't want Flea making silly noises uh, okay. during the song. Well, all right, take that out. How do you feel? I love it. <laughs> great. <laughs> well, that's good news. Yeah. What do you think about Dave playing it? Because obviously, oh, this, is a, this, is, this is a classic mm. Dave Mother's Milk song. Well, it is. You're right, because Mother's Milk obviously had that heavier feel to it anyway. Well, it had the Beinhorn effect, yes. the, the more muscular quality. Yeah, normally a negative. But now it's a positive. <laughs> it's a positive. Which is lucky, because um, exactly I just had a negative <laughs> yeah. and I needed two positives. Well, we've so, got two positives. As another positive, would you care to bring up the track listing of Mother's Milk? Ah. And we can say what other songs we might think Dave Navarro playing live would suit. I'll name the track. Yep. Based on the Navarro scale, you're going to say a yes or a no. Okay. So the Navarro scale is very binary then? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. And we're looking for a positive or negative. And then you'll give your... I will give my... response. ...opinion. On the Navarro scale. On the Navarro scale. Okay. Good, ti- good time boys or good time boys? Good time boys? No. Good time boys? Yes. Okay, so that's a double response. Higher ground. Yes. Subway to Wainus. Yes. Magic Johnson. Yes. Right. Nobody weird like me. Yes. Knock me down. Yes. I see. Taste the pain. Yes. Right. Stone Cold Bush. Yes. Fire. No. Pretty Little Ditty. Yes. Right. Punk Rock Classic. No. Or PRC. No. No. Uh, SMM, Sexy Mexican Maid. Absolutely. Johnny Kick a Hole in the Sky. Yes. Okay, so if we go on to the binary scale for you, Sam. Yes. We need the list again. <laughs> so you have to read the list now. Well, can you read it yourself? No, you read it and I then respond. Good time, boys. Yes. Good time, boys? No. Higher ground. Yes. Subway to Weenus. Oh, Weenus. No. Magic Johnson? No. Nobody weird like me? Yes. Knock me down? Yes. Taste the pain? Yes. Stone Cold Bush? Yes. Fire? Yes. Pretty Little Ditty? No. Punk Rock Classic or PRC? No. Sexy Mexican Maid? No. Johnny Kick a Hole in the Sky. Yes. So I think what we've found there is I'm I think Dave could handle that stuff more than you think Dave could handle that stuff. Well it's not that he can't handle it, for goodness sake. Well, why don't you want those songs played by Dave? Well, I just I just think some of them suit him more than others. I think the ones we're looking at is for me, and it is for me, yes, is Good Time Boys would sound amazing. I think Knock Me Down would sound great. Are you, hang on, we've, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're doing what we just did. We, do, we don't need to do this. But, again, uh, I think where then I'm going to have to do mine again. <laughs> okay. I think where it might fall down yeah. 
is there's a lot of gang singing on yeah um, on Mother's Milk yeah, and you're not going to get that with even though we had it on Aeroplane. There's not much more backing singing on um, on this particular gig, is there? And so all of that power. I think we're going to find it on backwards. Yeah, uh, where there's the gang singing style, obviously not for Mother's Milk, but that kind of powerful uplift chorus. Uh, mofo party plan if you will yeah is I mean, it necessarily there dave is the kind of player who would slide naturally into mother's milk yeah absolutely yeah and wouldn't necessarily style. make much of an imp- much of a an impact whereas when he plays songs from other albums he brings something new to the table and adds a new dimension i guess so, so. i think that's the difference i guess so i guess so i think i, I think they given the the repertoire they have in this era though Okay, yeah, that, that's important to consider. Nobody is... All of those people, 80,000 people in Japan, most of them aren't going to have listened to Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Most of them aren't going to listen to Freaky Styley. So you've got to pick from... I think Mo, Mother's Milk was the... the it wasn't world-changing, but it was the, breakaway, the, the breakthrough album, wasn't it? Yes. And so I think you could take off that album, Knock Me Down... I think well, you could, taste I don't the pain. Think it's needed again. That's gang singing. Remember, though, remember, so. remember. You've you've also got the the uh, yes, Mother's Milk was the breakthrough, but you've you've had the absolute smash hit that's Blood Sugar. Yeah. People want to hear Blood Sugar but, over Mother's Milk. It, it, Whether that yeah, suits no, Dave's playing or not, okay, that's yeah. what they no, want to hear. You're right. You're right. You're right. And the, I think sometimes problematically, that is what happened. Where well, that's fine. The Blood Sugar stuff didn't fit Dave so well. Some of it doesn't, but some of it does. Well, the rockier stuff does. Yeah. So uh, he he signed up for this gig, yeah. literally. My favourite part of um, Stone Cold Bush is where the Swan gets his uh, mic lead caught on the top of his mic stand. Yes, and because he's only got one arm, one, uh, one functional <laughs> arm. He is dealing, of course. The other one is a double decker. <laughs> no, at this point, it's probably become a single decker. A single again. decker, but in, it is in, in a, a cast. In a cast yeah. yeah, and so he gets caught up on a, on a, and then kind of doesn't go. Yes. That mic stand's pretty solid. Then mm. he tries to release it, yeah, while singing, and eventually he has to. He has to <laughs> yeah. Well, down. he picks up the mic stand, yeah, to, with his with the hand that's got the mic in, obviously, yeah, to deliver a low bush, yeah. I know it's it, it's a serious problem. Yeah, it's great. He but he came to it well, I think. He, he did. He did. He sounds fantastic here, and uh, you know, I talk about the sort of maniacal delivery from Flea. There's that lovely screeching yeah, 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 yeah! from the swan that is fantastic and that's what the song needs mm. it needs that kind of controlled mayhem mm. that they, they all deliver including dave i love the fact on the last verse they bring it down yes they they really well, exactly. it back, yeah, of course. They? yes yeah to get and ready do you to think that's it. dave's influence yeah i do yeah because they bring in that green lighting as well which is to me screams dave screams navarro yeah Green, Granaro. Green Heaven. Oh, should we say Green Heaven Navarro? Yeah, but that's just three different words. That's just saying a chili song and put Navarro in. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to combine the the word green with Navarro. So I'm thinking Granaro. It sounds a bit like granola. Yeah. So Gravaro. Sounds a bit like gravel. Okay, well, should we just say Green Navarro? Just say Dave Navarro playing the guitar with green, green lights. Light. <laughs> Let me know exactly where we stand. Yeah. So Whilst I think playing Stone Cold Bush. Yeah. Whilst they've brought it down slightly, ready to get back into it's that. It's his last influence. Chorus. It's typical yeah. Navarro, isn't yeah. it? 
Bring it down, apply some green. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I guess that's why they fell out. Too much green. Yeah. Too much green lighting on this particular it's Gravaro. Normally a deal breaker, but in this instance it was. Well, I assume that when he fell backwards over the amplifier, he put the green light on. He must have done just before. Unfortunately for him, that normally means go, carry on. But for him, it meant red. Stop, stop, go. Yeah. Get out. Stop, go, yeah. So, stop, red. Amber. He thought he might be able to stay. He was flailing on the went, floor. <laughs> then it went red. Stop. He had to go. <laughs> then it went green. Then it went green. <laughs> so, it's very confusing. I mean, I can it's see... All, <laughs> it's all traffic light system. It doesn't really work, does it? No, okay. well, it works for cuts. Yeah, well, let's just not say... Not when you're trying to get rid of a band member. He fell over the, the, the amplifier. On red, green. Red. Stop. Said uh, the band. Right. Let's chat. Let's move to Amber. We need to talk. Yeah. Amber, the talk. And then green again. Green, go. Go, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then presumably John got the green. No. That's the Amber. There is no. <laughs> that was the Amber. amber. To, to wait? Yes, because Flea yeah. went to talk to him. And then he got the green. To go. He can't. To go where? <laughs> to go back the in the band. To stop. It doesn't. It, this is why it really is only applied to, to uh, a traffic situation. And on that situation, let's stop the traffic and go on a walkabout. <laughs> Find out what it's all about. That ain't hard. Sam, walk about in the wet. A damp about, if you will. What did you mm. make of it? Walk about is one of my favourite songs on One Hot Minute. Mm. Oh, is it? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, l- high, lower than My Friends. But yes. H- but higher than Shallow Be Their Game, for example. I love Shallow Be Their Game. You do now. Uh, don't get me wrong. Mm. Uh, but yes, hi. I love it. I just love it. Yeah. And I think this is a great live rendition, especially in trying circumstances. Trying circumstances? They're sodden. Yes, they're it's sodden. It's literally dripping off. There's but a- that can happen on a walkabout, you see. This is why this is such a good example of the song. Mm. Sometimes you plan to go for a walk, you'll have dry conditions. Mm. On this occasion, of course, it's, typhoon. it's very, very wet. <laughs> yeah. There's an, an imminent typhoon. They plough on. They plough on. And, and I think they do a great job. The swan, again, is fantastic. His hair is as long as it's ever been, by the way. Tailbone length. Yes. Beyond longer. the tailbone, no, you longer. say? I think, it's, I think it's lower buttocks. Lower buttocks? Yes. <laughs> I think it's almost Rapunzel. Really? Yes. I also agree that this performance of Walkabout is phenomenally good. Oh, good. What do you like about it? The intro is always an absolute treat. Yes. The uh, the interplay between Flea... Well, Chad is the absolute star here. Because uh, Flea and Dave... He did glue. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah. But I chose not to. As Dave and Flea are playing their parts, Chad's the guy who's improvising here. Mm. And then as it gets further in, Dave starts 
wailing and i will say wailing on that wire on that lead work he's playing unison bends and it sounds fantastic what dave does is pretty simple stuff but he does it phenomenally well sitting here we've been here before yeah we have and the swan i think is well i kind of disagree with you on his approach because he's not this Ah. to me is like a blood sugar kind of song blood sugar scar tissue that kind of thing no 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 not scar tissue necessarily but blood sugar sex magic yeah Oh, no, no, sorry, not scar tissue, uh, if you have to ask. Yeah, well, yeah. you should be delivering it in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, should he de- deliver it in the album style? I think Most yes. Most of the time, I say yes, yes. Yeah, and yes. I, I certainly think once you start extemporising, which he does here, yeah. when he goes in my lowest gear, I yeah. think if you're doing that, no, you can yeah, open cans freely. You should then go in my lowest gear. Of course you should. And later on, when they, when they perform Blood Sugar Sex Magic, they put the effect on his voice. Oh, really okay. hang on. We're not there yet. No, I know. But the point is, there are certain songs, Blood Sugar, this now, yeah. turns out. And if you have to ask, there are two ways. Is one way better? Arguably, yes. So what are you saying? You want to hear an album specific? Or you want to hear, or you want to hear the swan varying the delivery? Because I think very delivery live is going to keep it more exciting for the well, crowd. Well, that's why they do it, isn't it? Yeah. It's but, difficult, Ben. But if you know it, if you know it inside out, what would you rather hear? Because even, no, no, no. even I think it's a difficult question. It's not what I would rather hear. What would I rather have on record? Okay. By record, do you mean the record of the gig? Yes, no. Uh, or, the, or the actual record? A historical record. Not the record. Not, not a record. Okay. What would I rather have on... Reco- historical, historical record. record? Okay. I'd rather have? I'd rather have both. But you can't. No, I can. Of course I can. They do more than one gig. So sometimes I'd like him to do a solid, really good performance of an album-specific performance. And then other times, this is, this is fine. Of course it is. Especially in a typhoon. He's been blown off his tits. Mm, he can well, do what quite. he likes. But I agree with you. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And that, that fluctuates even within the parameters of, of, of one performance. And we see this here. So I, I, I want him to decide what he's doing and then do it. Yeah, okay. I think it's fair. Yeah, is that too much to ask? Well, if you have to ask. But if you're going to talk about that kind of thing... There is, this is what I call, if you have to ask, two ah. walkabout. Even with a broken arm. Yeah, even the broken arm is jumping. And I say to him on a wet surface, and clearly a wet, slippery surface, Yeah, watch yourself. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man, you've got, you've got a double decker there. Every time, yes, you have, every time I hear this song, I forget how much, if you have to ask, two this is on that middle section i know but it's fantastic and then it's it breaks into that da- beautiful solo yeah yeah dave solo. again dave again absolutely on, davey. kills it yeah. davey yeah at this point i think i think i can call him davey it's davey Navarro. brilliant it's it's just brilliant stuff and i don't think there's anyone there who wasn't enjoying this you'd look at the crowd they're absolutely loving it some of them they're not got- they're not cold by the way that those lot in the in the middle no they're huddled got- together well that's like penguin style isn't it of course it is. Because I, what I assume they're doing is, once the centre of the crowd is warm, they're filtering out and allowing people back into the middle to then become warm and the outer people get cold. That's essentially what happened, as I understand it. In Fuji, in Japan, 97. in 97. Yes. My question to you is, having thought about walkabout, would you like to walk onto the power of equality? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Power of Equality, live and wet in uh, Fuji, Japan. Sam, talk to me, because we were rocking on that one, weren't we? Well, you, think, you know where I stand on this, Ben. You damn well know it. I know he stand on the song. Where do you sound this performance? Exactly, and I think this is where I'm going to expand. Go on. If I may. You may. I'll start where my heart lies, and that's with the swan himself. Okay. He's nailed it so far all the way through, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, agree. This is... This is him at his best because he's carrying this on his own. I know. Dave's backed off. No, I know. Dave won't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Do it, Dave, no, I say. No, he no, won't because do it. maybe he won't do it. He maybe won't. he can't play those. He's. Okay, well, go through the rest of the band and we'll get into that swan section. Right, the swan is absolutely nailing it because he's doing it all himself. He hasn't got John to go, power! No, I know. So go, go through the rest of the band. Chad, yeah. Nailing it. Flea, nailing it. David. I think he's nailing it. What do you think? Uh, we'll get to that. Let's talk about that chorus section, though. Okay, well, this, is the, you're this right. is the sticking point. Yeah, the swan is exemplary. Yeah. The problem is, he's yeah. got no backing singing. He and this is a problem. major... It's not a major backing singing song on harmonies, or, or you, need to, you need to be powered through to, um, to, to kind of beef up your vocal. What you need is the interplay between... The backing singer and the main singer, I think. And what you've got here, I think the Swan is doing a brilliant job of doing the best he can possibly do. He's trying to do bass, trying to cover all bases. Because you haven't got those backing singers that you had on the previous tour. Screw them. Screw those. No, no, I'll never say screw Rob Rule, a.k.a. Spider. No, I would never say that. But what I'm saying is what John does... And on the album and live, yeah. is he gives him that support. Yeah, and, but you know that we've talked about the song many times on the podcast. Mm. I find that the chorus normally lets it down anyway, even when well, John's I doing know, the backing that, but Yeah, that can be the case. And, and I, now you've got the swan trying to do it all on his own. And he's doing a great job. This is a great job. And I'll tell you what's carrying him through. It's pure adrenaline. He's doing it, and it's adrenaline. I think it's the weather. It's everything. He's taking the swan to a new level. I get to the point... This is brilliant. Mm, I think it's very good. Okay. I get to the point on this song where I think, should it be on the set list? Yes. If you don't have, a, if you don't have someone that can do the back, do, backing just vocals. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. and that's a, that's a valid question. I also question Dave's guitar playing at the beginning. Yeah. Not his playing, necessarily. No. Well, I'm not entirely sure that's... We'll skirt what past is, that. What are you questioning? What I'm questioning is his use of pedals... Because okay. it's very, very jazzy. It's too clean. You, you need, it's, it should be chorusy. It should have that kind of watery effect. Mm-hmm. What you've got here is, it sounds like a cover band at the beginning oh, to me. And it sounds poor. 
when the swan kicks in, yeah, then it takes off. Well, this is this is another thing that crossed my mind as I was watching this in the lead up to this particular evening. Flea's gone on record controversially as saying when Josh was in the band, he felt like he it was a cover band. Really? Yeah. Which is harsh. Well, yeah, that is harsh. But what about when Davey was in the band? Well, this this to me sounds like the Red Hot Chili Peppers playing the Power of Quality. Sorry, the lukewarm Chili Peppers playing it. And I played it better because I had chorus on when I played the intro. Yeah, so when Josh was in the in the band, they've gone on record now saying this or that, indeed. Well, which? That. Okay, well, I thought it said this. <laughs> no, it was that. Okay. But I don't, you know, I found that to be... Slightly disingenuous, maybe. Well, a problem. Yeah, a okay. real problem. Yeah. Because it wasn't, because they were writing two albums. But they had stuff. Dinky. They had Dinky Davey in the band. Yeah, lovely Dinky Davey. I he was doing the same thing. He, yeah, look, Dinky Davey. Dinky Davey here. Oh, he doesn't play the beginning properly. And there's no backing thing in. No. no, no I, look, I, 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 do, I will come back to this. I don't think this... I, I'm not sure this should be in the set list. Oh, if, you, if you play it like that. Because you're asking too much of this one. Yeah. Yeah, it, okay. It, it, it lacks something. Yeah, I, no, think there's, I agree. There's, there's brilliant stuff. Dave's... Um, they, the, the middle bit... Even that sounds like a bit like a cover band from Dave's point of view. The solo, the big second solo, sounds yeah. great. He's playing it rhythmically. There's loads of good stuff. The outro, uh, Little Brother stuff, Dave's playing brilliant. Yeah. It just, I just think, can you not hear on the record? What's required? Yeah. What because he's this... miles off oh, as yeah. this song starts. Yeah, I know. When I the know. swan kicks in, yeah. the swan covers it, and he's yeah. doing... Oh, he's doing all the he's heavy doing, lifting. He's doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah but... no, I, no I, I totally agree. And it, unfortunately, because this is such an iconic track, and a song that they obviously love to play, mm. they do it. Don't know, and they have done it over the years, and they do it now. Mm. And it doesn't sound as good now as it has done in the past. No, but they still do it. Yeah. But should they continue to do it? That's another question. We're talking about the here and now, and by that we mean 1997. Yeah. But I, I even say, like, you take it to Sloan. I, I, it's never convinced me. Live. No, no, I know, I know, it hasn't, and that worries because, me. because of the chorus. What? Well, be worried or don't be worried. Well, no, it I am. always falls at the chorus, even when John's doing the backing vocals. It's yeah. a weak chorus it's one live. Of those I don't know why. Motherfucking live tracks that they never seem to completely Have pulled off. Nail. Not to my ear. No. Not to my ear. Well, we, I tell you who did do it really well, and you've touched on this, and that was the Lukewarms. Well, yeah, sure. The great thing was it was never recorded, so there's no proof. <laughs> no, we don't need proof. So it just lives in our minds. Yeah, it lives, it lives in our minds, and I'll tell you, it was, as far as I can remember, it was great. Here's the test for me about how hard the song is to play in the rain. Does Flea stick his tongue out during the outro? Oh, no. Not that I saw, but I wasn't on a 100% tongue watch. It's a pixelated affair, and I was on tongue watch. Okay. Start, no. Hard to tell. Middle? Pixelated. Middle, not sure. End. In and out. Well, that says it all, doesn't it? It's like that. We all know that this is a difficult bass line to play. Mm, but it's in and out. extended beyond belief. A younger fellow. Yeah. A younger he, fellow, exactly. I mean, nowadays, of course, it the gets tongue's, the full tongue. The tongue's fully out. He's, he's, almost, he's almost using his tongue nowadays to... Watch. Will his fingers into place? He's licking his forehead as he plays. Yeah, but now, but then, mm. but now, then, 
Now then. Now. Then he seemed 100% comfortable. Well, not 100%. No, because he uh, was... uh, <laughs> when I say 100%, of course, I mean 92. I'd go lower. 89? Lower. 86? Higher. Ah. Okay, so we're in the ballpark. Yeah. So the power of quality, I think, was powered through, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, apart from the fact that there's no backing singing and Dave got the beginning wrong. And apart I think we that, still have to emphasise that it's, it's extremely so wet. <laughs> it really is. Now, that has to be taken into account. Yes, exactly. And I will. I will force that to be taken but into account. But I don't think that... I don't think Dave walked onto that stage and thought, I'm not going to put my chorus pedal on at the beginning because it was damp. No, and I'm going to refuse to back Anthony up on the. Even though we've seen him. Yeah, but I don't. I think it's just a difficult part to play and sing the backing singer on. I'm not knocking no, Dave. No, no, okay, okay. I'm not knocking Dave. No, even Johnny Boycott doesn't seem to be able to do it. No, well, he's, he sings the part correctly and he plays the guitar correctly. Hmm. I just. I don't think his voice. But not with the full body. No, not with the full no. body. No. So I'm not saying that's wrong because that's why they brought backing singers onto that previous tour. So they could cover the fact that they didn't really have a backing singer. Yeah, I know. It's a problem. It was a problem. Yeah. It was a problem throughout this entire era. And during this era, it is, has proven once again to be a problem. But, of course, no, um, nothing against Rain Phoenix, Rob Roulette, Spider and Acacia oh, listen, Wingard. Nothing against those guys. No. They are, they are top draw. Top draw. Can I sing Power of Equality? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, let's do it the way it should be done. We'll try, shall we? Okay. The power of equality Is not yet what it ought to be Ought to, to be, be. Feel me oh, like a hollow tree Hollow tree The power of equality Yeah, that probably would have helped. As we said, that, that version of the power of equality was slightly backwards. We move into... Backwards. say it but as I back out of backwards Sam mm. what did you make of that performance I think it's a very mature performance of an older song mm, do you yeah what do you make of it I think it suits Navarro down to the ground great the riffing it sounds great like when he starts playing it and the rhythm's a bit wrong but then he gets it right on the kind of upstroke version but again it's a song that lacks the chorus well, it does. And again, it's the, it, there's gang singing to be done here. Yes. And it falls flat for me. Well, no, you're, I suppose you're right there. And I'm focusing mainly on the swan when I say that. I think it's, a, it's an older song, obviously. Mm. The swan 
carries it off extremely well. The verses and, are great. Yeah, well, and I think some of his more rappy riffing section sounds great. He's showcasing a lot of what he had at the time, but also his new capabilities because he's a much improved singer from uh, from the time this song was written to where they are now. Yeah, okay, that's fair. He's he's got that lovely growl, yeah, which is great to hear. Yeah, I think the Swans delivering the verses brilliantly. Yes, he eclectically, I guess, because he's not delivering it per album. But but where where do you go if if it falls that flat on the choruses? And again, not, he's not getting the support, is he? No, that, that's the problem. I'm not sure it's Dave's. Why isn't this is this is the the problem with Dave? On the on the one side of it, he's prepared to take on and play any song, mm. which we know. You know, we don't want to keep... I guess it's band decisions, though. Yeah, but there have been guitarists in the band who refuse to play certain songs. For, uh, for Shante, for one. Right. Dave was like, I'm joining the band, I'll play whatever you want. Yeah. Maybe not, but he'll play backwards, for example. Yeah. Right, if you're going to play backwards, you, we need you to step up to the mic. Yeah, but, but he's not a singer, I is he? do it. No, but it's not... He's it's, got it's, a lovely voice, Ben. Well, I've heard him on Aeroplane, but... It's not that. I just think you need the backing singers. Again, we go back to this thing. There's reasons why they you don't need the backing, the backing singers. Song. You don't need the backing. You do because it lacks. Yes, this song I lacks. Know. You just need one man. That's all you need. Well, get Fleet singing then. No, you don't. You need gang singing style. Yeah, all right. Well, the two of them then. They're both capable of it. I've seen them do it. Right. Well, I think this is a misstep. I think this song choice is a misstep. Yeah, okay, you might be right. Let's talk about Swan's look in that case. Okay. Rate the swan's look. I've, what do you think he looks like? I think he has a particular look. Oh, quite. Well, I think he looks like a sodden windswept swan. Hmm. I was going to say that he looks like a conquistador or conquistador. Oh, well, he does. He does. Which I like. Hmm. I love. I mean, I, the thing is, he's got his lovely long hair. So hmm. that's a tick in, in a certain box, isn't it? Well, it's, it's tailbone minimum. Yeah. But the moustache... With the slash chin. Conquistador style beard. I, I mean, I'm not keen on it, I but at it. least he's got the long hair. I love it. So the choice is long hair and conquistador. Yeah. Please. Cast, yes. Yes. If that's what I'd take for this one. Imagine oh, I wouldn't want him to have a cast forevermore. Really? Well, I think that's unfair. Okay. Unfair on the man. Because of the uh, microphone lead. Well, because he's, an, he's so army, isn't he? No, he's not a military man. No, but it's, no, he's actually fifty percent less army than he would normally. Well, I know, but it, he suffers from it. He, no, he needs that arm normally mm. to do that kind of thing. And I, what I'm doing here is waving your arm up and down. Yes, in to, a free motion, to, for, which he can't do no, because he he's can't. in a cast. To, for example, free his microphone lead if it did get tangled. If up anything in goes his, wrong, exactly. Yeah. He's he's his own technician, yeah. but here he can't be, and I, that I don't like. The solo, Navarro slays it again. Oh, good, you're pleased. Yeah, because he's great on that rock stuff. He's a guitar player, he's not a singer. And he absolutely slays it. I know he's got the voice of an angel, I've heard him sing. Mm. On aeroplane only. Yes. So, the swan... Yes, you're right, it's the transition between the swan's earlier stuff and, yeah. and the, we say later stuff, but I guess it was later in this era. But that kind of... Freestyle, it's not freestyle rapping, so he's doing the part, but yeah. what he did on backwards. Yeah, 
I think there's a maturity to the Swan throughout this performance, and it, it, this song is included in that. Obviously, he, he's he's maturing into the the performer who, but two years later, would sing Californication, would sing Porcelain, for yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 not the young man who who wrote this song. No, and there are. You know, there are moments in this song where you can see that additional quality. And I think that shines through. And I think it's, a, you know, I enjoy it. I, 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 I know that it's flawed for the reasons that you've said, but I do think that there are some seriously good things about this performance. Mm. I, just, I, just love, I just love it when the swan is on top form, and I think he is throughout this performance. This is the first moment at 24-22 timestamp when I noticed that the swan is literally dripping. Mm. And the, the light, the, the spots shining on him, and you can see the rain it's blowing coming. in his face. Yeah, and it's not just the odd drip. No, it's from a the, from his from his elbow. It's a literal typhoon. No, it's no. You're right. It's just it's a it's constant. A, it's yeah. a there's a serious problem. Yeah, someone needs to alert the authorities. Yeah. Someone needs to cancel this gig because these guys are about to get electrocuted. These guys are about yeah. They, they, they that's what I was going to say. So, coming out of what you said, which was bleu sur sur me, is well, what I, I heard. You, you said it so well, all I could do was uh, fumble my way to, to an end. Well, I heard you say the, the letters bleu sur sur me. Which is, of course, blood, sugar, sex, magic. <laughs> Well, as we come magically out of Blood Sugar Sex Magic live in Fuji in 1997. That's right. What This is what I'm talking about. Talk this to me, is, motherfucker. This is my Navarro era. What a tune. I always love hearing this intro come in. I always... It's the slinkiest, blood sugar, sexiest mm. intro on the entire album, I think. Yes. And it suits Navarro down to the ground. It does. This and the swan. Well, tell me about the swan. I'm enthusiastic about this one's performance, but it is a little bit mixed, isn't it? Are you? Yes. Really? 
Well, you, you know, we know what we've spoken about already. One minute he's saying, the lower. Oh, yeah. okay, suck so a fish. Yeah. In my dish! Yeah, yeah. How many pieces do you wish? Yeah, okay, sure. Come yeah. on, mate. Make yeah. a decision and yeah. stick to it. Blood sugar sucker fish in my dish. How, How many pieces do you wish? Go again, you go Step low, go high, high, start again. Where? One, two, three, four. Blood sugar sucker fish in my dish. How many pieces do you wish? Step inside of heaven where I keep it on the soul side. Girl, please me be my soul bride. Every woman yeah, so has that's a piece what he could do. Date E. Copy later to, to create a state of sexual light T. Yeah. I mean, uh, yes, he's not making those decisions there because he can't obviously sing two parts. It, it sounds great. This absolutely rocks. This is a perfect Blood Sugar album uh, song choice because you need no backing singers. No. You just need heavy rock guitar. And I'll tell you who your man for the job is. It's Mr. David Navarro. Well, but it is. But he, uh, for me... He misses some of those little intricate John Frusciante. Nah, he does. He does misses. He? he misses the. He misses the intricacies. I'm not sure if he can. Uh, I don't. Okay. His album wise. Okay. Album-wise. Okay. Okay. Maybe John wouldn't do that. No. No. Because sometimes he's not playing the harmonies that you will play on the chorus. Yeah. Uh, he does a great job, and and it as you say, it suits his play style. Perfectly, but there are moments on the... And I'm talking album, I'm not talking other live John performances. You're right, actually. You're right. He doesn't, on the verses, the album, as per album, as as per per John. He doesn't do those little slinky trinkies. No, and also you should be playing the wah. He should be just playing an open E string and going... As the swan saying, blood, sugar, suffering. You should be going... Just, just opening and closing the wire pedal to go yeah. treble to um yeah. to bass, yeah. and he's not doing that. He actually goes over and talks to Chad, which is fine. Mm. Go and have a chat to Chad, but not necessarily at the point in Blood Sugar Sex Magic where he should be playing the wire pedal. But it it is it, great. I mean, the, these are minor quibbles. Well, and you've got minor quibbles. I've, I've got major maxis. The solos, man. Dave is. Oh man, that first solo where he hits that riff. I've got a quibble actually. With a little bit heavy though, it's a bit heavier. No, it is heavier, but I've got a quibble. He should be playing that riff twice before he starts improvising. Yeah. The stuff that he plays is great. Yeah. But I'd love to hear. Now start freestyling. Yeah, go. Whereas what he did was he went one early for me. He did go back to the line. Those decisions that he makes seem... They seem to me that he's doing it on purpose. You You can't do that. You can't be as gifted as he is and make these decisions, which seem nonsensical, because he should be sticking... <laughs> we want him to stick. He won't stick. I think he's the kind of guitar player who is making decisions he's very, beforehand. Very he's very, very good. He's, he's great. But I think you're right on that point. I don't think he's the freestyling, extemporising, improvising player that Shante yeah, is. Well, he's not, I think but... what he is is someone who's planned ahead about what he's going to do, yeah. which, is fa- which is fine because it sounds great. But that makes me wonder... He's such a good guitarist. He's such an established guitarist. Why? I mean, I'm glad he joined the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
Oh god! Why did he ever? Why? <laughs> but why did he do it? I don't. I, don't, I really no, don't no, it's an interesting choice for him. But what an album! Yeah, what an album, and what a great you know what great performances, and he's brilliant within within the context of his playing in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's fantastic, but he's so good, and he's so established. Why would and he's you, so different. Why would you he's join so that band? I know. Why, I, I, I know. Very strange. But it, it resulted in one of the best album covers in the entire It resulted world. in a fantastic era. No doubt about that. Yes. But he should be sticking... He should... If he's going to say he's going to play Blood Sugar Stage Magic, he should be doing these little things that we want. Well, no, even John doesn't... I don't know about that. But even John doesn't stick to that line. No, okay. You know my rules. If you've written Blood Sugar Sex Magic, you can do it. And you if like. you've written Don't Forget Me. If you me, haven't written Blood Sugar Sex Magic. <laughs> no, but if you've written Blood Sugar, and if you've written Don't Forget Me, yeah. you should stick to those lines. But for Blood Sugar, it's. If Don't Forget Me, it's. Just play that. Well, no, but. No, that's okay. It. No, 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 that's now, it. Now, I, you see, I'm about to give John artistic freedom to do what he wants live because he's an experimentalist. Yeah, but you're not letting Dave. So now I'm going to give Dave that same freedom. And I, I retract everything that I've just said, apart from some of the things. I retract none of it. I retract none of what I said. Well, I've I've been very vague on what I've retracted, so that's that's good. That's fine. Yeah. Shall we now, at this stage in the conversation? Well, should we just... I, I would just like to say that... Oh, no. Also, you've got no, to give... I want to talk about the when he when he did his solo and span. Yeah. Oh, the classic... No, the classic, uh, the classic Stampin' lead. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good. What he's done here is he's stood on his lead by... He got, oh, he got carried away. Yeah, he did a slow spin. I thought it was elegant. Oh, it was lovely. Yeah. But he stood on his lead. Yeah. Is he another person? It's difficult to tell here because it's so pixelated. It's such low-quality video. Oh, something definitely happened. You can't see whether he's fed his... My advice is always plug your guitar in and feed... feed uh, no, feed your lead over your strap, Yeah. then plug it in. Well, so we that, saw it happen to Flea, didn't we? Well, um, uh, yeah, when he was wearing his big shoes yes. at Silver Lake and Cemetery. Yes, Silver Lake, yes. What's happened to Dave here is he hasn't done that, I think. But the... the the, the sad thing is he did such a lovely spin. I know. And that spin led to the unplug. It did. And you can hear, about 10 to 15 seconds later, you can hear him plug it back in yes. as he yes. put it back into yes. the... <laughs> yes. But I thought the rest of the band did a great job of carrying on without him. Well, they, they had no choice. No, and basically it was, it was fairly straightforward, really. Yeah. Blush but it did, there, there's no doubt that that happened. Yeah, it and did. we have to raise that. And that's always a classic stamp off or a foot off, as we call it. Yes, you must feed your lead. That's when you're, your that's simple. That's basic shit, man. But surely, when you're when you're when you've come unplugged and then you're plugging back in, that's when you're most at risk of some kind of problem. electrocution. Yeah, and yeah. Because I, didn't I, I say it because, yeah. of course, it has. I've written here undertones. You're, it's a sodden stage. At this point, oh, it's not. We've it's worse seen how much solid. rain is coming in, because Dave's um, pedals are covered with a, a plastic bag. Mm. The classic, the classic bag off. It's sodden. Now he's picking up a, an ele- something that has electrical current in it yeah. and plugging it into 
What can only be described as a guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> be described as a modulus knife blade. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And surely that's dangerous. But he seemed to survive. He came back in and but, yeah. all was well. And then, guess what happened after that? They played another song, mm. which was... Well, not only did they play another song, they played Dave Navarro's last song. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. We got one more song and then we're out of here. As we come typhoonly out, wettingly out, dampingly out from Give It Away, yes. live in Japan in Fuji in 1997, Sam, what did you make of that? Powerful. Powerful? I thought so. Extremely powerful, I thought. Yeah. Using, using nature's own power mm. to bring extra power to the performance of the band. That's what I call... True musicianship. Right, I, I call it swallingly fantastic. The guy who, to me here, carries it is the Swan and Chad. That's two guys, but it's Swan and Chad. Flea's missing his slides in the chorus. He's dealing with a, the neck of an eel, for goodness sake. Of course. No, I thought it was Dave. Both of them. Dave's tone, I like. It's pushed more than John's. It's more distorted. Yeah, I mean... It's a different performance from what you get from John. Because yeah. John's more rhythmic. I think it suits this kind of really rainy environment better. Do you? So you'd rather have a slightly more distorted Navarro tone in a wet environment than a drier rhythmic Frusciante tone yes. in that environment. Yes. Sure. However, I, I, you know, I do think this song suits Dave's style. Hmm. I really do. Yeah, it's a mixture, this song. It's a half and half house, I think. I think that's a very good way of putting it. Hmm. Here, at the end of the show, it works really well. Well, you say that. What I want from him... Is it more... Is it better improvising when they come head-to-head at the end of the song? Yes. Uh, I mean, if you want to jump to the end, I I alluded to this earlier, and I don't know whether that was included. It wasn't wasn't on mic. We we spoke off mic. There's a problem with the... With the with the with the face off, yeah, of course there is. I mean, this and, is... and, come on, talk to me now. <clears throat> this is why Flea threw everything behind John coming back this time. Mm. Flea and John's connection is so deep and meaningful. Okay, and what we see here 
is an, encapsul- an encapsulation of why Josh had to go. Mm, well, well, you're wow. I mean, what you're doing there is you're putting Josh's departure on Dave's departure. Uh, yes, I am. Okay, because that it's the connection. I connection, guess. yeah, cannot be but I think, overstated. I think Josh had a much, much closer connection with Flea. He did than he Dave did. did, and he he's did. kind of he did. In, 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 Josh was much more of a. A J, uh, Josh was Josh was much closer to John mm. than Dave was. And I he think, was, but ultimately, what what Flea craves is John. Yes, yeah, I think you're right. So that, that's what I mean. Yeah, you well, know, we well, see a, we well, see a breakdown in communication between uh, well, Flea and Dave. Yeah, a man falls backwards over an amplifier while trying to come up with a new record, and Flea said, "This band can't continue without John Frusciante." Yeah, that's what happened. And you see that the only many years later, when even with two successful albums behind them, with yeah. a great guitarist in the band, a multi-instrumentalist in the band, a great backing singer in the band, a man who's m- enabled the band to carry on through thick and thin, mm-hmm. Flea goes back to John. Given well, the, the, band goes given back the to chance. John. I mean, given the chance, he would always play with John. Yeah. And, and that's been proven throughout the years. Yeah. So Dave did a great job. This is a fantastic version of, of the song. Of course it is. It's, it's great. I'd love to have been there. Typhoon and all. Mm. Sodden. So what do we make of the, of the breakdown and the ending? The, the improvisational stuff? Well, I think really this is what it comes down to, isn't it? It is. Because the we, rest of it is very good. Yeah. But it, it does... You can hear Dave going to, I, I don't know, I love him. And he's got that little bit of hair on his chest and he's absolutely bloody gorgeous, but he's <laughs> yeah. not. He's, he's not an, he's, improvis- he, an improvisational god. No, he's not. He's no Frusciante. No. Okay, so, yes, of course, what we know now as those wonderful outros and give it away to, for what it is now. Well, I think it's I think it's really good. Yeah, the Swan though with those rolling R's, that's oh. peak rolling R's. <laughs> yeah, every time he's hitting it. Yeah, yeah, that's well, that's pure. I think there has to be a certain amount of kudos given to the Swan for the whole thing. This is a band in transition, really. Even now, I think though at that point they didn't realise they were a band in transition. They weren't really that band. Uh, okay. that band was going on to record another album. Yeah, I think as as they were saying it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What happened was Dave. But maybe it was maybe a man challenged. That's what I'd say about the Swan. Dave coming in was was a serious thing for the Swan. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. You know, this was a a a musician, a proven musician. Hmm. Someone coming in and saying, "I'm not going to fuck around here. I want to write songs, and I want to write songs with serious musicians." The Swan's bound to feel challenged by that. Yeah, but it, it went back to that thing where previously they were just jamming and writing songs. Yeah. And when Dave came in... He wasn't happy with that. It was much more it's not structured. Yeah. No, it wasn't how it worked. So the Swan had been through a big challenge. And look at this. Look at him. He is... He's the, he's the shining light of this whole performance. He's, he doesn't put a foot wrong. Well, I like Dave a lot of time. But I like Dave generally, so... Yeah. But... Uh, I would, I would take the swan. You know, 
the Swan here with a couple of nuanced improvements, and I think you've got prime Swan, and I think you've got no oh no, yeah, you're close. Two thousand and one Swan. Swan. You're very close. You're to very Swan. close to the Swan being at its best. Okay, melodically he improves, and I think there's a there is a, there is an improvement, of course, in his singing. It feels pre-singing lesson Swan. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It's it's such a mid. It's such a transitional period for this one. One hot minute hmm. from Blood Sugar, yeah, into Cali, and yeah. by the way, yeah, yeah, it's a it, huge, it, it's a massive period. I mean, and that's why his his personal journey is so impressive. I think it's just so impressive. Anyway, let's wrap this up right now. Okay, let's run. Let's do a quick straw poll. Okay, would you? Like Dave Navarro to replace John when he leaves? Uh, if it's a given that John leaves... Which it is. Then yes, I'd love to hear One Hot Minute too. Absolutely, that'd be amazing. Two Hot Minutes. <laughs> that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Two, oh, imagine if they called it that. Well, they would, wouldn't they? would be mad not to. Anyway, great performance. Great fun. I'm just going to sing this to you, and I know you want me to because you're looking right at me. You weren't, but you are now. I thought you were going to give Scott a present. Oh, yeah, Christ. We've got a birthday present. So, Scott Kempsey is here. Who's Scott? I'm going to give you your present. Happy birthday. Panmaster General, you mean? The Panmaster General. Oh, yeah. Is here. His birthday was Wednesday. I waited to give him his present because I knew he was coming around tonight. He's opening in it right now. Fantastic moment. It is our first ever present live on air. Nice nice wrapping, baby. Thank you. Anna wrapped it. Oh, it's it's the John Frusciante album, The Will to Death. The wow. Will to Death. Spreading the word. Well, let's just sing that. Let's Fantastic. take it out. Thank you very much. It's all You're saying. more than welcome. I hope you like it. It's a great album. I doubt an excuse exercise. I mean, they're all there. Look. Oh, they're all there. Made in France. It's a French album. It's a French album. <laughs> <laughs> one of our, one of our. Oh. Jean Frusciante. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. Are you pleased with it? Overwhelmed. Over the moon, he is. Over the bloody moon. Yeah. What an Right. Your card's here, you can have that no, off air. Yeah. We'll take it out, Tony. I need some love like I never needed love before. I wanna make love to you, baby. Had a little love, now I'm back for more. Wanna make love to you, baby. Set your spirit free. It's the only way to be Fuck off, said your brother's a real punk Something gonna happen, or something very soon Transcending flesh could be a breeze Sending me Lord of the moon Friends near death, you gave respect Sympathetic intellect Choices are for one and all